Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. Today you're listening to myself, Mark Hirons, and no one else. This is a solo episode, a bonus little episode for the weekend, one for the weekend. And yeah, this is going to be a crop and creative self review. So I just tried recording this um, by myself and got about half an hour in and I was like, ah, this is a bit rubbish. So I'm going to try and do it again, but make it more entertaining um, and just do highlights of the trip. There's going to be a lot of food talk, there's going to be a lot of drinking talk, alcohol talk. Um, <laughs> that's what the conferences are about, meeting new people and having a good time with um, people that you, you admire their work and uh, appreciate what they do and, and just building up relationships and networking, and, but in a fun way. I'm um, sorry for the video people, the uh, the hairdo is not doing too well today. Basically, uh, I haven't had a haircut in a month and need a haircut and uh, I bought a hat, bought a couple of hats at Creative South so I've been wearing hats so tell me down below in the comments if you think I suit hats because I don't think I suit hats but um, let me know down in the comments if you're watching on the video on YouTube but yeah uh, that's why my hair's a mess uh, luckily for the audio people you don't need to listen to that or hear it sorry you don't need to um, watch it you can't hear hair so here we go Creative self and crop. First of all, it was creative self. I flew over to America on the 5th of April um, to go to uh, up north, actually. Had a little American road trip on this trip. And it was, flew into Boston on the 5th of April. Um, had a drink in Boston, a little layover. Had a little, my first, I was 21 on the 5th of April as well, so that's handy. Uh, my first alcoholic drink legally in America. And I was at the airport, bad light. It was okay. Um, I later found out that probably not the best alcoholic drink uh, and a lot of people in America don't like it and a lot of people in America do like it they think it's weak but they also think it's cheap so um, that was the, the consensus in America I found out on Bud Light which is probably about right and apart from, apart from that the airport was pretty boring I went over to uh, Cleveland on a, on a um, an internal flight which is good internal flights in America are good they're a bit like uh, trains because we don't we don't they don't have trains really over there in America. They've got these internal flights which um, have got a lot of legroom. They've got TVs in the back of their seats, uh, not like an internal European flight here because we don't have TVs. Oh, normally it's really really cheap internal flights uh, to in Europe, but then again you don't get all the luxuries of um, you don't get all the luxuries of TVs and pretzels every half an hour, uh, which it was in, in and Wi-Fi as well. They had Wi-Fi on the internal flights. Um, live live TV as well, like actual TV channels, which was cool. So yeah, internal flights in America get the thumbs up from me. Uh, went over to Cleveland and went to a Columbus Crew game as well in Columbus, Ohio. Met up with Ben House. That was really really awesome. Ben's fantastic. I knew that from the podcast I've done with him, um, but just meeting him in person is a lot. There's a, a difference when you meet people in person, and this whole trip was is that you really get to understand who they are and the people that um, you're meeting and the people that you're building up relationships with and becoming friends with. Um, so Ben Howes went to a Columbus Crew game, had a few drinks, probably a few too many if you've seen the social media pictures. Uh, had a Vuvuzela, which is a massive horn, a yellow horn. I uh, bought one at the football ground. Um, annoyed quite a few American fans with that. Had a little, I'm not going to say horn off, because that sounds a bit weird, uh, but with a, with a kid. <laughs> We've <laughs> both blowing... 
the horns at each other. Had I don't see who could blow it the longest or the loudest at the end of the game. Um, yeah, I don't remember too much after that, apart from eating a lot of pizza uh, with Ben. Had an 18-inch pizza, I think it was, at a restaurant. I can't remember the name of the restaurant, uh, but it was a massive pizza, biggest pizza I've ever had actually. Both finished, we finished it, uh, not half half the pizza each, uh, which was a lot of fun. Very very good pizza. Um, and I felt bad. Ben made, ben made me feel bad because I didn't tip the waitress because I was on a budget. Um, yeah, I felt really bad about that afterwards. Yeah, especially in America where you have to tip everyone because they don't make much money. Um, but there you go. So never gonna see me again. That's a bit of water. Uh, anyway, moving down to we went over to Akron as well. Uh, Ben's cousins, Luke and Mark Roberts. That was really cool. Uh, nice to meet them in person again. Again, it's just about building relationships and, and meeting people in person and um, sort of cementing, cementing that you know them. So that's that sort of thing. You getting getting things going and just making real friendships. Um, and also, whilst you're over there, why not meet as many people as you can, right? Uh, and then went back to Cleveland, where I was situated. In hindsight, I probably would have stayed in Columbus, but situated in Cleveland, where I met Jamal Collins as well, Jay Working. Nice guy, had uh, a burger with him. Um, nice restaurant called The Winking Lizard, which I think is quite big over there. Uh, that was, was a really good burger, actually. And put, I had a pickle, like a proper like full-on pickle in my burger. Not a gherkin. I think it might be a full gherkin, but it was a nice thick one. And you just eat it. So what you do in America, you just eat pickles, um, which is <laughs> it is tasty, tasty enough. Had some fries, which I called chips, and that was basically the whole trip, like talking about the differences between the UK and America, which I love doing. And if I did ever did a talk at one of these conferences, that would be my first few slides. This is a biscuit. This is a chip. This is a crisp. <laughs> uh, learn your British. This is a scone. Um, <laughs> this is marmite. But yeah. Uh, is again it's just fun to meet new people and well not new people build those relationships and meet those meet people uh, then travelled up back up to Columbus which is a two hour grey greyhound trip away from Cleveland and obviously did a bit of touring a little travel around the cities that I stayed in uh, went to see the football match MLS game and went to Cleveland back to Cleveland after that week after the first week in America and went to Jeremy Slagle's house um, saw his, he's got a beautiful house and amazing family as well, really, really kind and, and loving. Uh, met his son Caleb, who we, and his, and his, his wife and uh, daughter as well, and we went down to uh, Columbus and Georgia. We went down to Creative South with them, had an hour drive down. Uh, sorry, 10 hour drive down, not an hour. 10 hour drive down with them, which I experienced my first Wendy's uh, on that trip, on that travel down. And fantastic food. Um, <laughs> In order of fast food, you've got five guys at the top, right? So that's probably the peak of fast food burgers, I say. And then you've got Wendy's, a close second, I think. Because we've got five guys in the UK as well. And then you've got Wendy's. This is burger joints, by the way. And then you've got McDonald's. And you've got, well, you've got, K- you've got Burger King, sort of. So there's so there's ten pegs, right? You've got uh, five guys at number nine, say, or eight, say. Because there's probably one that beats it but I don't know what it is so five guys at number eight you've got Wendy's at number seven I'd say it's very close second McDonald's is probably number one it's really crap compared to the other these other um, burger chains that I found out about in America and then you've got Burger King probably about 
two, three. It's still bad compared to Wendy's. Wendy's is good. If you're ever in America, check it out. Um, go and have a Wendy's. And that was fun. I had a couple of Wendy's. had a Chick-fil-A with them as well. That was interesting. So Chick-fil-A is basically um, actual but actual chicken. I thought it would be like chicken nuggets, like McDonald's chicken nuggets. But it's actual chicken, um, which is like chicken chunks um, in like breadcrumbs and butter, um, which is good food. Uh, I didn't realise it would be like that. It's a little bit expensive for what you get, but chick- actual chicken. <laughs> so much better than KFC, although it's... I'll, I'll talk about KFC later on because Raisin Cane's I found out about which is basically a KFC but American version um, uh, like a KFC's American as well but Raisin Cane's is like a better version a better, more premium uh, less greasy version which is incredible uh, probably the best food I had on the trip Raisin Cane's apart from the pizza we had some good pizza on this trip as well Damn, America's got some good food <laughs> um, but yeah, moving down to went down to Creative South in Columbus, Georgia. First night, just it got us a hotel about ten o'clock. Everyone was downstairs talking um, in the lobby. Everyone was meeting each other. That's what they do at Creative South. You talk and hug people, meet new people. Just gonna get some more water. Um, yeah, that's what you do. You, you just have a good time with fantastic people. Um, talking about the conference, a few of the highlights of the conference. Um, all the swag and merch I got. Um, I was actually a volunteer at the conference this year. If you want to be a volunteer and get a little bit discounted, uh, discount off your ticket price, all you have to do is volunteer, speak to me or Diane Gibbs, and I'll, I'll pass on to Diane. Diane's the uh, Design Recharge lady, Design Recharge podcast. And she helps do all of the volunteering and, and organises all the volunteers for the Creative South conference. But basically... Also, Diane, if you're listening to this, I'm going to drive a golf cart next year. And uh, <laughs> I decided uh, that that's my mission, to drive one of the golf carts around Cleveland, uh, Columbus, uh, Georgia, next year, at the Crip South. So basically, what golf cart is taking you from the Spring Rock House, which is where the main event is, up to uh, the bridge and the bridge party in the, uh, um, the Troy University, which is where the workshops are held. It's a little bit of a walk, but you can, you can walk it. It's about a 20-minute walk, maybe. But you can... Um, yeah, you can take a golf cart. I'm going to drive one next year. So, yeah, uh, also talking about Creative South. Um, beautiful weather. Amazing people. Uh, fantastic food. Lots of alcohol. Good parties. Creative South's got really fan- fantastic parties. So, some of the highlights, if you're at Creative South, are going to be the bridge party, which is on the... Uh, what's that? The April the 11th this year. Uh, Thursday, Thursday of the conference is the first main night this year, and basically it's a load of free. It's basically on literally on a bridge uh, between Columbus, uh, Georgia, and Alabama, and so you cross the bridge and you're in Alabama, which is pretty funny. So the time zone slightly changes as well, which is my my excuse, or actually was the reason why I was late for my uh, first volunteering stint um, at the bridge party because one of my phones was showing the wrong time. Um, so I got there a bit late, but uh, sorry, Diane. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, that's a fantastic way of, of getting a cheaper ticket price if you're uh, doing it on a budget. This whole trip, you just give up a few hours of your time. I think six hours I did for for a hundred dollars off, which was fantastic. Um, if you think about it, uh, it's a lot of fun as well. It's not like boring work. You know, you're helping out, like guarding the VIP area and meeting all the speakers and stuff. So it's worth worth doing. Um, again, building up relationships. 
this whole the whole two conferences is all about networking, but in a fun way, really. Drinking whilst talking to people you admire. I mean, what can we better than that, really? So, uh, the conference itself is split up into three, four days. So you've got Thursday, which is the main workshop day. You start off, the conference starts and kicks off. Uh, and then you've got Friday, which is the first day of talking, the first day of speeches, speakers and talks and keynotes and whatever you want to call it. Then Saturday, which is the last day, technically, uh, all the keynotes and stuff. And the Sunday, you've got um, the religious service. You've got the uh, people people that can't go to church on a Sunday because they're at the conference or helping out at the conference. They do like a, a service for them, which is which is really awesome. If you're open-minded and, and you're not religious like myself, to go to and experience it, um, how the American people do it. Uh, it's a lot different. It's a lot more fun and a lot more engaging than uh, the the how you do it in England, or at least the typical way of doing it in England. A lot of singing, a lot of, of music, and um, yeah. It's just a good environment to be in, which was this year as well. You had you had um, hurricanes and tornadoes warnings as well. So we all had to on the Sunday. We it was beautiful weather throughout the whole trip. The, both conferences last last year uh, as well at Creative South. Both full full conferences been fantastic weather. And you get to the Sunday where everyone's leaving, everyone's leaving, and all of a sudden the weather just turns. It's really really stormy weather. Uh, horrible tornado warnings and um, yeah, some parts of the US got it bad. Luckily, we weren't too bad, but everyone was advised to stay inside and huddle in for a couple of minutes, um, just whilst the tornado warning passed. Bit scary, but exciting at the same time. But anyway, the, the actual conference itself, uh, those are the three days, is a mixture of speeches um, and workshops. So I managed to get to the Jason Craig workshop, uh, Free Art Friday, which basically encouraged everyone to uh, do a piece of art. Uh, everyone got this little canvas, probably, literally, probably that sort of size for the video listeners um, can fit into your palm by hand and a magnet on the back and you can stick it up wherever you wanted around the town and the idea is that someone picks it up and keeps it you're giving away a bit of your artwork um, I feel bad for anyone who got my artwork because it wasn't very good but uh, Caleb Jeremy's son Jeremy Slagle's son Caleb Slagle fantastic designer and illustrator and, and just artist and very very talented kid um, he did a two of them actually and he stuck them up we went back later on and actually they weren't there so someone had taken them uh, which was called knowing that someone had got your piece of artwork or got a piece of you know, something you did and put out there it's just a nice feeling doing something not for money for once actually just doing something for the love of doing art and the love of um, creating so that was cool great workshop for Jason Craig I uh, didn't manage to get to any others but apparently Chris Doe's workshop was really good as well uh, you had Matt Dawson doing a badge building workshop which is Stay Gary Pony Boy um basically the creative crop. Uh, then the next day started, uh, Friday. Everyone gave them one of these black jumpers, which I had one last year as well, but it had a white logo, not an orange one, which is cool to get a different shirt this year. Very, very soft. These are the softest jumpers I've ever seen. Um, they're Mike Jones. I told Mike that. He knows the, the amount of comments he's got on these jumpers, and people have gone to the conference and got a Creative South jumper. Know that these, these are the softest jumpers that you ever had. Um, very warm and very comfy bit of a random random tangent that but basically you get your, your swag bag and get tons of different free items and cups and stickers and lanyard and I don't know tons of stuff which is free and at this event it's one of the main things you've got to do is bring stickers because uh, you swap a lot of stickers my MacBook is now covered in stickers for the video people this is my sticker haul uh, from this year's Creative South and Crop and this is not the ones that I put on the com not the ones I put on my laptop. Look at that. 
It's a real wedge of stickers there. Got to find something to do with those. Uh, I will do eventually. Stick them up somewhere. But uh. <laughs> so after after swapping some stickers and meeting some new people, you go to some workshops or you go to uh, the talks the next day, and you you get inspired basically. Um, the first day I went to get to a couple of talks whilst volunteering. That's the only thing about volunteering is you don't get to see all the talks. So maybe do it in your second year like I did. Um, it's worth doing. Uh, or maybe do it on a day or try and get to do, do volunteering on a day where you're not too worried about the speakers. Um, so Rocky Rock, his talk was fantastic. Um, for people who don't know, it, he's, he's a designer a designer as well, has his own podcast as well. Uh, Rocky Rock on Instagram. He's very active on Instagram, I think. And his talk was all about channeling the bad stuff in life and, and making it turning it into a positive making it a good thing um, turning it in full circle sort of thing because he's a thing I didn't realise about him and, and you realise yeah after his talk he's gone through a lot of stuff a lot of bad stuff uh, bullying and literal abuse and physical abuse and it's really hard stuff to, to listen to and um, you feel really bad for him, but then you know, his whole message was turning it into a positive. He wasn't saying, oh, what about me? He wasn't complaining about it. He was turning it into a positive, which is fantastic. And having that energy, that, that, that um, yeah, that, the, the hurt that it comes and managing to turn that rage into an, into a positive outcome is, the way he's done it is fantastic. He's a you know, very successful designer and, um, yeah, it's fantastic. I keep saying fantastic, but it's, yeah, honestly, it's it's really inspiring the way he's done that. Um, so thank you for Rocky for sharing that intimate story. And I actually got to talk, got to tell him this after the talk as well. It's really refreshing to hear um, someone be so honest and open about it uh, about a story. And very very brave of him to come up on the stage and and share that because it's a lot of. Yeah, you might better find it online. You might better find it on the uh, Creative Self um, video pass. You can still buy that I think on the Creative Self website. But you'd be able to watch all the talks. Um, yeah, very, very inspiring stories. So, apart from him, I managed to get to uh, Rob Zilla and Chris Doe's talk. Um, Chris Doe, as people know, I used to be very, very jealous of him. Um, just because of, of silly reasons. Because he was producing more content than me and more videos, better quality. and um, not I was comparing myself to him and it's just a terrible thing to do. Um and after meeting him in London, I did that post about him. I did, did that picture of me and him. Um, posted up on Instagram and wrote a, like, a heartfelt story about how much I love him. And it's, I was I was an idiot. <laughs> and, and yeah. Anyway, um, meeting him in person again, cementing that relationship, cementing the um, the love for him and um, sort of the understanding of who he is as well. Uh, and seeing his talk was fantastic and changing my. His talk was all about changing perspectives. So instead of looking at other people like I did with Chris Stokes, this sort of talk spoke to me a little bit, this is his talk. So instead of looking at him and thinking, oh, I'm not there, why am I? Why can't I get there? You've got to think, okay, I'm not there yet. You've got to add the word yet to the end of that sentence. It's a really good way of looking at things, really positive outlook, because um, you can't compare yourself to other people, and that's what I was doing with Chris before I met him. You know, you're not there yet because... Look at him, he's completely so far ahead of the game, so far ahead of where I am age-wise and experience-wise and professional-wise. and Yeah, it's ridiculous. Compare yourself to other people. 
Rob Zilla's talk was so yeah that Christo's talk was fantastic and it's really cool seeing him chatting to everyone after the event as well and meeting loads of people uh, and just just everyone that's the survivor got from everyone just such a nice guy um, really humble and willing to talk to everyone and uh, then Rob Zilla's talk as well or, or really cool talk got the crowd going great straight stage presence um, and big fan of his work anyway uh, yeah so Rob Zilla fanboyed him a little bit and then after that, that was pretty much it. That was that was the I managed to get to three or so talks this year. Um, yeah, I was pretty much creative self. A lot of drinking apart from that. A lot of partying. Um, they we might, I was really happy to bring a few British people over. Uh, big thank you to Dave Clayton as well. He let me stay in his room uh, for saved me a lot of money as well for a little bit. Um, big thank you to. Uh, Tom and Tom Ross coming over and Matt from Design Cuts coming over and experiencing it I'm really glad they enjoyed their first Creative South uh, they've got Damien Kidd as well uh, just coming over, Jordan as well Jordan Jenkins um, just yeah it's just a really cool cool bunch of people hanging out with them uh, what else we got what else we got the cool British people I don't think I've missed anyone but yeah, you know, yeah, fantastic, fantastic bunch of British people out there. Uh, hopefully, bring us more next year. Hopefully, each year come back stronger and stronger. Um, what else? Went for food, more food, biggest chicken. Matt from Design Cuts, biggest chicken breasts I've ever seen. He ordered three. He had this huge plate, three chicken breasts and two corn on the cobs, and he managed to finish two to fair play to him. And then had um, Tom who finished these huge rack of ribs. Uh, just the portions out there are crazy in America. I just had a massive milkshake, and that was enough for me. But to be fair, I had sandwiches and stuff. I'd, I'd eaten already. But uh, yeah, so food, drinking, trying to rack my brain up. It's, it's about a month ago now. Uh, yeah, Jason Craig <laughs> played pool with him one of the nights. Got smashed. Very, very good at pool. Damien Kidd is very, very good at pool as well. Um, yeah, what can I say? Uh, hanging out with cool people. Uh, people you look up to, people you admire, people you aspire to be like. Definitely get go, go, definitely go there next year if you want to go to a design conference because it's the 10th anniversary and it's uh, the big one. They're going to make it a big conference and put a lot of effort into it because it's the 10th anniversary and the, the, uh, the whole theme next year is family reunions. Family family reunion, so we're going to invite all old people, old speakers, and stuff there, and make a big deal out of it. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much to Mike as well for being incredibly open to, to helping people out, and just the nicest guy you've ever met, Mike Jones. Um, yeah, what can I say about him? Um, had a meal with him. Luckily, very lucky to have a meal with him and Lenny Terenzi, both incredible people. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's so many people you could shout out. You could spend the whole podcast just shouting people out, just reeling off names. But um, everyone there is just incredibly nice, incredibly friendly, uh, very welcoming, always willing to talk and be open. Everyone's on the same level. Um, same with Crop as well. Both conferences like that. And that is about it for Creative South, I think. If everyone's got any specific questions about the conference, please do email me or message me at Blue Deer Design at Creative Waffle. Instagram and um, I'll get back to you 
um, about any questions directly about the conference or any uh, ticket pricings or whatever you want to talk about. Um, bought a lot of swag, bought a lot of t-shirts out there, bought a lot of hats, stickers, notebooks, <laughs> shop rags, that sort of stuff. Uh, badges, pin badges. Um, yeah. That's about it for Creative Self. I was looking at my pin badge collection over there. So, moving on to crop. Just have a bit of water. Oh, right. I was talking for, I've been talking for an hour now. The first podcast didn't, obviously, started off, didn't get published, but I'm talking about for an hour, about an hour now. I need, need water in my mouth. I've got that cotton mouth stuff, like, yeah. Um, crop. So I went down from Creative South. I got an overnight Greyhound, saved money on hotels. The thing is, with this these trips, doing three weeks in America and then going to Toronto for two days, or I think it was four days in the end, um, you just literally don't have any money left. Um, so next year I'll plan it a bit better and save a bit of money where I can. And uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Planning it, saving money rather than just winging it. Um, so now I'm broke, which is fun. Uh, which is why the pod- podcast website hasn't been launched, for anyone wondering, because uh, I can't afford it. Um, I can't tell you who is helping me out with that, but he, he, he's a very nice guy who I've, a podcast I've done will be coming out very shortly with this guy and someone else. And incredibly kind, and he's offered to pay for the website hosting. So, yeah, I can't thank him enough for that didn't expect that and um that's how the podcast is going to be live so i'm gonna get someone else to help me out with the money so yeah we're struggling over here we're struggling we're getting through it with help and kindness and love from other people um but he didn't want to be named which is incredibly strange or humbling of humbled um uh what's the word but yeah probably nice of him so Crop uh, went down from on the overnight Greyhound. Greyhounds aren't as bad as people say they are. So they have buses and instead of trains over there, um, which travel, I don't know, six hours at a time or whatever, um, which is what the Greyhound was six hours overnight from about, was it 10 o'clock at night until about five in the morning? Um, when I got to Louisiana, I got to uh, New Orleans actually, went there for one day, checked it out, check out the jazz scene. Very, very cool. A lot of cool music, a lot of cool people. A lot of weird, spooky um, houses and uh, Bourbon Street, which is the main street with all the parties and um, bars and cool things going on. So go to New Orleans and check that out. If I wasn't on my own, I'd definitely stay there a couple of days and have a real party, um, have a bit of a, a bit of laugh out there. You could definitely spend a lot of money and on drinking and having a good time. Uh, but yeah, traveling on my own was okay. I got a bit lonely, I think. I think it's much better. I've learned from this trip, it's a lot better to travel with friends or with people that you know um, or make friends and travel with them on the trip. It's a lot better to do that than um, just... This is going to end. I know the, they want to make the audio stuff's going to... Oh, no, it's... Anyway, sorry. Uh, it's a lot better to travel with friends and, and people that you know. That's what I've learned from this trip. Got a bit lonely at times. Listened to a lot of podcasts, which is good. That's how I got my through. The, got me through the loneliest. Uh, but yeah, Battle Rouge went there the next day. Um, that was fun. Met up with Matt Dawson. She took me to my first tacos 
uh, Hammerfest tacos in America, which I've never had before in the UK. Um, I've had burritos and stuff, but tacos are incredible. The, the ones we had especially, just amazing flavours and, and just tastes, and I don't know how to explain it. It was, it was yeah, like a volcano of explosions of of taste in my mouth, um, which is might be weird <laughs> if you clip that up and use it out of context uh, but a lot of lot of fun um, good food out there in America so tacos compared to Wendy's they were, they were better maybe flavoured wise than Wendy's probably better for you um, but yeah after that we went to I helped out with, with bagging stuff for crops like just, just little volunteering in exchange for picking me up at the um, hotel uh, so crop smaller conference crop it's 200 people roughly I think and everyone literally gets to know each other everyone literally finds each other throughout the two days that it's on um, has pizza with each other has drinks with each other goes to the party with each other sits next to each other at the talks um, met amazing people there met lots of cool people that I look up to um, but just because it's so tight knit and because it's so small and you get to have lunch with people. You, the thing at these conferences, I think you've got to push yourself into groups as well, um, because there are there are because it is so small. People do stick with their people they know and stick with friends and stuff. So if you can get in on that and get in with the action and and become friends with these people, uh, then then you're going to become part of that group and you'll become friends with people like Scotty Russell, Perspective Collective, or like I say, Jason Craig gives a crop as well. Um, Lisa Coyne, um, Michael Fagoso, just all the Tony from Industry Print Shop, uh, Brian from uh, French Paper. I don't know. It's just naming people now. Uh, name dropping. Um, but yeah, just, just, you can get into these situations where you meet people and have a drink with them and just get to know them. That's the main thing about these conferences. You want to get to know cool people. That's why you go to these conferences. You go. You don't. I don't really go there to learn. If I'm honest, and the, the talks are fantastic. The talks are great. You make loads of notes and it inspires you. But the real reason I go to these conferences is to have a good time, drink a lot of alcohol with people and become friends with cool people, build relationships. And also you come home with people, loads of people that you can get on the podcast as well, which is great. So you might find a few people from Crop and Crop South coming, new guests uh, coming onto the episodes shortly. Uh, so yeah, some of the, so the way Crop works is you have two days. First day... Uh, it's all about the workshops. Um, I was on the uh, Scotty Russell hosted workshop route. Uh, so he hosted the workshops, which was cool. Um, and then what did we do? We had a few workshops. And then one from Lisa Quine, one from um, Mocha Fagoso. I can't remember the name of the other ones. Industry Print Shop did one, but I can't remember the name of the other, the other one, which is really bad of me. But it was cool. It's all about burnout and setting yourself creatively free, um, which is sort of ironic because Michael Fugoso sort of did a little bit of the opposite of that. Uh, Michael Fugoso, you know, fugue straight to the guy that's been on this podcast a couple of times, um, becoming a good friend. Again, big shout out to him. I stayed with him in his room, uh, not in a creepy way, but I stayed with him and it saved me a lot of money again. So a big thank you to Michael uh, for the, saving me money on the crop trip. Um, because he was a speaker, he had his, his room paid for, so he didn't he didn't mind, which was great. And 
what else am I saying? Um, workshops, you come away with loads of prints, especially the industry print workshop. You had to make your own print, which is wicked. I came away with a shop rag as well, which I'm going to show you. So, for the video people, uh, this is the bag you get right crop, nice swag bag. I got tons and tons of swag and crop from crop, especially from crop. Um, three or four shop rags. I got a you know, studio temporary, um, it's got a fuller one from Crepe South as well. You got a bandana from crop. We had a crunk Friday shop rag and you had an industry print shop rag. Very, very cool designs. But yeah, basically, the, the industry print workshop you screen printed your own posters and. Um, and same with the the uh, one of the after parties. Tony was running a screen printed booth where you can screen print your own shop rags, which was cool. At Crop as well, you get loads of these little cozy things which you put your um, drinks in, keeps them cool, nice and refreshing. There's two of them got there, two different Crop ones and industry ones. Uh, loads of notebooks, loads of bags, got some free socks. You got from Crop as well. Um, and come away with obviously loads of ideas as well. So crops well worth going to if you can get there. Next year it's being held on a cruise ship, which is pff, out of this world for just it's gonna be wicked. It's gonna be it's gonna be really, really, really cool. Um on a cruise ship, a design conference on a cruise ship. I don't know how they're gonna do it. I don't know what Matt's got in store. But I'm looking forward to trying to get a ticket and maybe being able to afford it and seeing what it's like next year at this cruise ship um, what am I saying about crop so it was awesome you saw John Contino talk he was awesome he was really cool he, he didn't stop stick around be in and out um, and he, yeah his talk was really really cool a lot of balls you get one of these people that just has insane, insane stage presence and just comes on the stage commands everyone gets everyone's attention Gives a fantastic talk. It, it was good because he does a lot of sports um, design and, and did a lot for an NFL team, uh, football, American football team, and that's sort of the stuff I want to get into sports design. So it was cool and inspiring to see his talk. And we had Adam Vickerel, who I became fairly good friends with. It was a cool talk. Uh, okay, I had a few beers with him after uh, afterwards and before the talk and before he gave his talk. And yeah, really cool guy. Gritsco, they were awesome. Um, basically, people just pushing passion, pushing, doing stuff, passion projects, and Lauren Home, Lauren Home. Uh, again, another one that basically says passion projects get you work. Um, if you do them long enough, same with, uh, same with uh, John Contino. Basically, pushing your passion projects and making sure that you're doing passion projects because that's that's the stuff you like the most. Like this program stuff that I'm doing, the football programs. That's the stuff you like the most. Eventually, someone's going to see that and like it and want to hire you for doing that. And eventually, you'll be able to make a living doing the passion projects, which is what you want to do, right? You want to make a living doing what you're passionate about. So, James Victoria as well. Again, another guy. Couldn't make it to the conference, so we did, a, uh, did, a, did the whole speech via Skype, which is cool. I think that's Snask. Now, Snask brought their band, Vadge. You know, I've seen... Uh, seen in Bristol, but it's just incredible, just incredible uh, having a live band at this design conference, especially one attached to a design agency. Amazing work, cool after party, lots of alcohol. This is probably the most I've drunk, 
in three days or two days. Um, I blame peer pressure. <laughs> no, I, I blame uh, Michael Fergoso uh, for that. A lot of beers, a lot of Scotty Russell. Um, try to keep up with him. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was awesome. It was a really cool, cool experience. And if you can't get to any of these conferences, like I say, just just get to them, make friends, push yourself into circles, push yourself to talk to people. Because you, my, my brain's trying to go through all of the people that I met, and you can't name them all because there is just so many. And it's a shame because because you meet so many cool people, you want to give them a shout out. But if I start naming some, then I leave some people out, and if I feel bad, then so I'm not going to name too many. Um, but yeah, uh, just get. I'm trying to think about how to best do this podcast. I've never really done a solo one. I should have made some more notes. But get to America. Get to conferences, push your boat out there, and and just just see cool people. Just I think that's the main thing I've learned from these conferences: is be nice to people. Everyone in this industry is willing to open themselves up to giving advice and open themselves up to sharing tips with younger people and being on your podcast and having conversations about themselves and sharing a sharing things that you shouldn't do or just having a good time as well. Just having a good time with cool people. Get to these design conferences. Um, some closing words. Thank you very much for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you've got any questions about the design, I probably haven't covered anything that's interesting. But if you made it this made it to this point, thank you so much. Uh, this solo podcast, I don't do it very often. Probably reason for that. And uh, looking forward to interviewing so many cool people. I met these design conferences. I hope you're enjoying the show. Um, get a t-shirt the t-shirts now are out now creative waffle podcast t-shirts uh, I'm working on the website like I mentioned just DM direct me at the moment for this week direct message me and I can get you a link to the t-shirts um, they'll be on social media at creative waffle at blue Deer design send me a message I'll send you a paypal link get yourself a t-shirt help support the podcast I really appreciate that and the website will be live next week next Friday once I've got some money, um, all the transcripts, pardon me, all the transcripts are done. So we've got the website live and ready to go. Really, just need to be able to afford the funds. That's the reason why I've sat in the t-shirts. In fact, to be fair, though, it's a bit ironic because if I hadn't hadn't bought those t-shirts, I would be able to. I'd be able to fund the website. <laughs> but um, no, selling t-shirts, making some good merchandise. Basically, we're going to do two t-shirts. No, one sorry, one t-shirt every two months from. Well, from May, so starting now, I've designed the first one. I'm going to get different artists and illustrators to do the t-shirts to um, design a t-shirt and put it out there uh, on the Creative Waffle website every once every two months. So, good way of supporting the show. Uh, you can also support the show via the design cuts links down below in the description of this podcast. Um, basically, if you click on the link, buy something through the design cuts website through that link. Uh, then I get a cut of the of the, the final cost. It doesn't put the prices up, it just gives me a cut, um, which helps out the show and helps. eventually will help to buy new kits. And um, why It means that this podcast will be sponsor-free for a while as well. Basically, it means I can do it for a living, which is really what I want to do. I've got big, big plans. For, basically, from, that's another thing. From Creative South and Crop, and I've realised that I sort of want to do this. I really want to do this full-time. The podcast, if I could travel the world whilst doing a podcast... Man, that bit the dream. Doing doing the podcast while travelling. That's amazing. 
um, doing a portable radio show. I think that's what I want to do with this podcast. Going around America, going around different countries, interviewing people, getting paid to interview people. Probably be sponsored most of it. Um, and you've got cool stuff coming up with the Football Creative as well, which has had a lot of interest already without any content on the website or any content on the YouTube channel. So it's at the Football Creative or at the FC Rative. So on Twitter, it's at Football. Uh, sorry, it's at the FC Rative. So F Creative, at the F Creative, FC Football Club, um, Football Creative. Uh, what else can I plug? Lots of stuff coming up. It's going to be an exciting time for the podcast this next year. Um, I'm just building up, building up the shows, bringing some good value, putting some good stuff out there. Thanks very much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the show. Goodbye. Oh, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. If you're on YouTube, leave a comment down below. Subscribe. Nearly a thousand subscribers. About 40, I think. I think we're about 40 people off of um, a thousand on YouTube. So if you are listening and you haven't subscribed on YouTube, you can get the video version plus some other cool videos that I do. Um, for absolutely free. Just subscribe on YouTube. A thousand people nearing there. Big number. Um, and it's important to get to a thousand because you start getting noticed and start getting recognised as well, uh, which is good. And then the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Anchor, uh, wherever you want to listen to it, SoundCloud, no, it's not on SoundCloud, um, <laughs> CastBox, anywhere you want to listen to it, please do leave a review, it really does help me get up to the um, up the rankings. We actually made it to 7th on the rankings, Dave Clayton sent me a message before I went to America and said, look, you're number 7 on the rankings. I thought, what, 7? Ahead of Debbie Millman? She was number 8. Um, but yeah, that was a proud day. What a day that was. To get number seven on the iTunes rankings. Um, mumbling on now. This is the ramble part of the show. But thank you very much for listening. Please leave a review. It does help a lot. Um, let me know what you think of it. Let me know if you want to be on a guest on the show. Let me know if you want to... Um, have you got any recommendations for the show? I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you very much. Goodbye.